Hey everyone, welcome back to Empower Life Ministries podcast. We're your hosts, Donna and Daryl Barber. It is Wednesday, July the 12th, 2023, and we are so thankful that you, our listening audience, have been so faithful to come back every day and bring somebody back with you on this podcast. Invite somebody to listen in. We're trying to grow our audience. Uh, we feel like very much so that we've got a word that's going to bless people. Um, a couple of announcements. Yes, we are going to be getting the news out about Bishop Daryl Barber's book, Navigating Grace, here in the next day or so. Hopefully, uh, it'll be out. If We may have to do a little interruption if we get all these recorded and then it comes out. So we may have to do a little interruption. We can do that. Breaking news. Breaking news. <laughs> <laughs> but we do want to add also that uh, coming up on our website, we're going to have some items for sale. Um, we're thanks to the amazing Lynn Todd and all that she does. We could not do this without her. We're so appreciative of everything she does from Power Life Ministries. Um, and she is working right now diligently to help us to get some. We've got some bracelets that are representation of our emblem, which is the tree. And we're hoping to have those available in the next few days. So We'll call that an elm tree. We'll call, yeah, right. we're going to call it the elm tree. A lot of people call it the tree of life, but it's just such a perfect emblem for what what we do. And I remember back in the day when we were talking about this ministry, and we were talking about, well, what do we want it to do? And we said, well, we want to empower people. Mm-hmm. And so it, it wound up, we were both talking about it, and that was the word that we came up with. And then we yeah. wrote it down, Empowering Life Ministries. And then well, all of a sudden, we realized it, it's elm. That's right. So, and um, it's, a, it's a tree of life. It really it's is. It's a tree of life. So we're going to get back into the word today. I am so enjoying this journey through the book of Hebrews chapter 4. There's a lot to there's a lot to really pull from this, the things that are in here. And I love, you know, the way we're doing it with the two different translations because it just opens it up broader and broader in your thinking, you know, and just, uh, and it's good to think. Yes, it you is. You know, bring, bring your brain to church. We always <laughs> say that, you know, it's good to think about things. We can't get locked into one thought about anything. We need to stay open so that the Lord can stretch us and expand. And get the fullness. It, well, what it creates, it not just creates, uh, it creates really a worldview. Mm-hmm. Is what it does because they, all these things that we have in the Word of God, uh, this is life to us. Yes, it is. You know, and we live our life according to the Word of God, led by the Spirit of God. It's what He said: "Sons of God are led by the Spirit of God." So, it creates a worldview to, for us in the way we see other people. You know, I don't look at people the way I used to look at people when I see situations because the Word of God has stretched me. Mm-hmm. To you know, uh, you might see just no Chuck and Cole, but the Lord starts letting you look through the lens of His eyes, and you see that diamond in the rough is really right. what it is. Yes, what could be, what could be. You see that potential and His that's desire there. for it to be. Yeah, and when you see that, that's you know we've made this statement and we've learned this over the years, but that's why when we preach. We don't preach to the atom that's in those people. We speak to the Christ that's in them because we're calling that forth out of them, their true identity, who they are. And and really, I think that's what we're looking at here in everything we're looking about for rest, how to enter into that rest, what does that rest look like, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there's a lot there. Just yes, a there lot is. there. Well, let's go ahead and go down to, wow, we're doing really good. We're on verse 3. <laughs> So let's go ahead and you start with that one in the Message Bible, and then I'll bring it bring that out in the Passion as well. All right, the Message says, if we believe, 
though we'll experience that state of resting, but not if we don't have faith. Remember that God said, exasperated, I vowed, they'll never get where they're going, never be able to sit down and rest. Mm. <laughs> and think, think about that. Think you about know? that. And he's, yes. he's exasperated in it because it's there and it's available to him. Well, he says that I, like that, I like the first line, if we believe, we'll experience that state of resting. If we believe, and we talked about that yesterday, having right. that faith. It, but that's what it requires to get into that state of rest. Uh, verse 3 in the Passion says, Those of us who believe, faith activates the promise. And we experience the realm of confident rest. For he said, I was grieved with them and made a solemn oath. They will never enter into my rest. God's works have all been completed from the foundation of the world. And he's not saying he doesn't want them to. He's saying that they didn't because of their unbelief. And he's saying if you're not careful, the same thing could happen with you. Yeah, and I like the way this translation brings that out because it says faith is what activates the promise. So the promise is really voice activated because we speak what we believe. Yeah. You know, we release those things so... That causes the promise to start manifesting. Uh, whatever you speak is what you become. Yeah, and you know, we've said so many times over the years that we we frame our world by the words that come out of our mouth. Mm-hmm. And I was sharing in, in um, probably about five different people in the past week. And I think I touched this a little bit a few weeks ago, but I'll just bring it out as a reminder. I brought out the fact to some people that were being challenged in some situations uh, that they need to refocus their thinking. Because what happens is, and I'm talking about activation, I said what happens is, is you're an overcomer who's being faced with a challenge that you must come over. That's what produces an overcomer. So what he's saying here is when we activate, when we believe what the Word of God says, we put into action the promises of God. Well, I like both translations because they talk about if we believe, though, and message, we'll experience that state of resting. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's a positive in that. That's positive. If you believe, you're going to take part in that resting. And then, then of course, he brings out, you know, what the state of the reality is because they're not doing that. And then if you look back and go back to verse 3 in the Passion, he lets us know that faith is what activates that promise, and we experience the realm of confident rest. Mm. You know, so everything in that, I, I like that because, it, and that's another reason I think it's Paul that wrote this. <clears throat> Excuse me, Paul always talked about the good things first. Yes. You know, and he brought all those he things building up and yep. all that, but then he would address this is something that needs to be done. This is what's going on. Yes. You're awesome sons and daughters in God. You know, serving the Lord with all your heart. You know, the <clears throat> when he talked to the Thessalonians, he talked about how that he was just bragging on them because they was walking in the example that he'd given them. Mm-hmm. And their testimony had been all over the region right. about what they've done. But then always there's a little correction that has to come with it. Yeah. And I, you know, I think a lot about what you're saying there and, and a couple of things that really jumped out to me, and we'll kind of finish on this this little part today. But, you know, if you're dealing with a lot of anxiety all the time, that's a true indication that you're not in that state of rest. 
And when you get to that place where you're having that confidence in the Lord, and listen, I'm not saying for a moment that I believe, well, uh, you know, God's going to, because I've said this before, God is in charge. He's not in control. He's not going to control you. He is in charge of everything. It's just no more than your own children. You're in charge of them, but you can't control them. They're still going to do and say and you know the wrong things at the wrong time or whatever. But it's this place, I'm just trying to help us all to get to a place of releasing that anxiety and resting in that state in the Lord. And so I'm going to close that with that today. And we pray that you tune back in with us tomorrow. We're going to continue on with our study of resting in the Lord.